Spacious new Volkswagen Atlas. It does life beautifully. Finding the music you love shouldn't be hard. That's why Pandora makes it easy to explore all your favorites and discover new artists and genres you'll love. Enjoy a personalized listening experience simply by selecting any song or album, and we'll make a station crafted just for you. Best of all, you can listen for free. Download Pandora on the Apple App Store or Google Play and start hearing the soundtrack to your life. Wayfair is ready to make your holiday season even more joyful. Shop all things home for you and everyone on your gift list with an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and more. All with an amazing value that'll make this holiday season the best one yet. And right now, Wayfair is turning up the savings even more with huge deals and sales. Plus, thousands of items ship fast and free. Head to Wayfair.com or download the Wayfair app in the App Store to shop the latest limited deals so you can deck it all. Hey, Brad, you know how Nationwide is more than an insurance company? Yeah, they're one of America's largest financial services companies. We get that in a song like Business Life Retirement. Or Nationwide's there to protect. I'm kind of the jingle guy. Not sure I agree with that. I'm not sure I like your hat. Well, it would never fit on you. Products issued by Nationwide Life Insurance Company or Nationwide Life and Annuity Insurance Company. The general distributor for variable products is Nationwide Investment Services Corporation, member FINRA, Columbus, Ohio. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for Podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well, so you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast not only to the Spotify platform, but every other podcasting platform as well, just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish, and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify Podcasters to start my journey. Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. And now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www. Spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hey Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello and welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. 
Joined as always by my co-host Reese Williams on Twitter at M of R25, Instagram at Minder Reese, YouTube Minder Reese. Uh episode 100 of season three, as we move through this off season that seems very long right now. <laughs> it's gonna get longer. It's 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 very long. Um that's what she said. Uh I was gonna say pause. All right. Um, it's, <laughs> it's covered. Uh, many, you know, okay. Um, <laughs> first, all right, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, let's let let's be mature. Before we get into this, I, I keep meaning to do this at the beginning of the shows, but I, I forget often. And then twenty minutes in, I realize I need to be be doing this at the beginning. Check the show notes, y'all. If y'all don't want to hear us talk about things that are not Mavericks related. Check the show notes. I'll always lay out the details to tell you when we stop talking about our lives, if you're not interested in that, and things of that nature. All right? Probably going to talk some, some general NBA as well. If you don't care about that, check the show notes. That's all I got to say. Always pretty detailed on these Sunday episodes. I mean, I, I guess you could still say it for newer people, but I feel like y'all should know at this point like to check the show notes. I even say it when we go on rants, like when we just talking about movies or we talking about anything. I'm like, look, if y'all want to hear this show notes, you'll know when to skip ahead to the mass talk or whatever you came here for. It's a diversified podcast. All right. We are the mass outsiders, but the outside outsiders part can <laughs> tell anything. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, the homies over at Buckets, Buckets and Beyond. That's 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 what the Beyond mean. And that's what the Beyond mean. See, <laughs> um, <laughs> Preston sent me a text. To, now we got to hear about Steph. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't uh, I'm not. Let me get off. The, let me get off the rest of these notes first. Actually, all right. So show notes. Boom. Five star reviews have slowed down to a trickle. Uh, so if you have not left us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, make sure you do that. We need that. We need the, the, the boost in the algorithm. Uh, want to keep us at the top, uh, get more people coming in, keep sending those five-star reviews. We appreciate those of you who already have, but keep them coming. Uh, the Instagram, hopefully we start having some more video content on the Instagram, the YouTube Make sure you're following those at Mavs Outsiders. Uh, it's Mavs Outsiders Pod on Instagram, right? Yes. Mavs Outsiders Pod on Instagram, Mavs Outsiders on YouTube. Also, um, what else I got? What else I got? That's all I got, actually. Um, we are <laughs> into the second round of the playoffs officially now. As of a couple minutes ago, Steph Curry with the 50-piece, first 50-piece in Game 7, NBA history. Um, Legendary stuff. Talking his shit, you know, that's his right. I like when a motherfucker got some dog in him. I don't know what that's like over here except for Luka. Um, let's talk about it. What were your thoughts on, on I guess, that series in general? Um, Amazing series. I wish it ended on a better note, like – to, to say the lights were too bright, that's just, it's the perfect way to explain what the fuck happened. I, I, I came on this podcast at one point, says Sabonis was one of my favorite players in the league, and he went out there and just got tricked out. Like, 
Kevin Looney had him shaking booty meat like the main event at Magic City and the paint on them boards. Like it was sad to watch. Kevin Looney was fucking him so bad on them boards. I damn near had to turn the TV off. I thought I was watching the porno. Was about to put the shit on mute. Playoff Kevin Looney is a thing. I feel better though. I'm going to tell you why I feel better. Because when he did it to us in the Western Conference Finals, I was like, yo, we really this bad that we letting Kevon Looney do this. But it's not just us. He he just do this, apparently. He just do this. That makes me feel better about it. But um, some of the decisions that was made in Game 7, like having Davion Mitchell on the bench and people like, oh, well, he wasn't bringing offense. Well, what was Harrison Barnes bringing? Because... Mm. You got Malik Monk, Terrence Davis, and Kevin Kevin Herter defending Steph Curry when Davion Mitchell has played six straight games of good defense on Steph Curry. Kevin Herter would have been crazy, crazy by the way. Kevin Herter would have been crazy. Um, It's like, obviously, Steph scored 50, but maybe he could have scored 35. Maybe he could have scored 38. With Davion Mitchell chasing around and playing decently good. Well, not decently good defense. He played very good defense, but it's still Steph Curry at the end of the day. You couldn't put De'Aaron Fox on him because of his foul trouble. Fuck you, De'Aaron Fox. You made me four points short of my parlay. This is the fourth day in a row. My parlay has missed by one. Yeah, yeah, they're set up to do that. (laughs) Yesterday, Jokic didn't get the assist. Imagine that. Like, Day before that, Marcus Smart missed by one assist. The day before that, Rui Hachimura missed by one point. Like, shit, crazy. It's tough. I haven't been hitting at all during these playoffs. It's tough. Um, Been very stressed. uh, This was by far the best first round series this year. Uh, I don't really think we had too many good ones. Not, didn't have too many great ones. Uh, The Clippers and Suns had potential to be great, but Kawhi Leonard. what other ones? The Lakers and Grizzlies had the potential to be great, but Grizzlies. Why and PG? Yeah, I mean, PG was gone before the playoffs, so gotcha, gotcha. I think even with just Kawhi, it still would have been a great series. Yeah, yeah. It started out that way. Yeah. I'm so tired of this fucking camera. All right. <laughs> Grizzlies went out like some hoes. It's a parade inside Cancun, yeah. Um, in the East, the, I don't know what happened with the Bucks. We not even, I don't even want to talk about that. Um, Giannis' back was broken, spinal. That's what happened. <laughs> his ass was broke, not his back. Right. He had that 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 tailbone. Yeah. Um you can tell like he was walk running up the court like his cheeks was clenched together the whole time. Like like try to imagine trying to play full court basketball with your cheeks clenched. It's not happening. It's still putting up numbers. He still had what like a 30-point triple double with that last yeah. game. Like people was trying to shit on. I mean, he's he was t- what 10 for 23 from the free throw. God I'm so sorry this fucking I'm about to just use the built this shit. Fuck this. I'm <laughs> We like we put it on YouTube anyway. Uh, it don't look that bad, I guess. I look a little like I'm, you know, on a hostage video, but yeah, it's not terrible. <laughs> look like motherfuckers holding you for ransom. Um, first round was cool, I was about but to say some so out of pocket shit. Jalen Brunson, so, man, fuck Jalen Brunson. <laughs> I was just waiting for all of the discourse on Mavs Twitter. Like, oh, see, now, this was going, the Knicks 
whooping the Cavaliers' ass with Jalen Brunson beating the shit out of them boys. Mm. About to be the, you know, yeah, see, y'all fucked up. Now we mad again. Like, obviously we should have kept Jalen Brunson, but if you think Jalen Brunson was going to be this next to Luka, history shows that's just no not- comment. All right. I'm, I'm <laughs> over it for the most part. I mean, I've been I, over I will only address Jalen Brunson when I see people trying to change the narrative. Let's let's stick to the facts. Stop stop with the bullshit. Stop acting like it was dumb to sign him. Oh yeah. Season like stop stop acting like he was always gonna be a Nick. No, Mark Cuban and them fucked up. Yeah, they fucked up. During the off season, once the season was over, he was gonna be a Nick. But before that, yeah, they had an opportunity. They had multiple opportunities to to give him that money. Yeah. If you want to say not at the beginning of the season or the the off season, shoot fine. But middle of the season, no excuse. Um, I, I'm happy for Jalen Brunson, man. He's able to showcase himself in the playoffs and you know prove he deserved the money he was getting paid. Clearly, the I mean at this point, clearly the best player on the Knicks. Uh, Julius Randle was the one that made the All Star game. Probably going to be uh. I think I, had, I think I had him on my all NBA team. He's on he's on the borderline for sure. Yeah. Um How you yeah, but I wasn't Knicks expecting Knicks. that Knicks series to go that way at all. How you feel about the Heat Knicks? Um, I have the Knicks in six, but Miami just took game one and Jimmy Butler was on one ankle yeah. down the stretch. Uh if Jimmy Butler don't play the next game, I don't know what the fuck they got. Like it's gonna get ugly quick. Gonna get ugly quick. Uh, Julius Randle didn't play in this game. You could say that, but obviously the Heat are still missing Tyler Hero. Uh, right. We are able to go deep enough right. to the playoffs. Maybe Tyler Hero comes back because he was only scheduled to be out four to six weeks. I think didn't they say he will come back for the finals? Something like that. Oh, uh, that's they. They not making it. Sorry. <laughs> Why not? They're not beating the Celtics. Fuck this. You, I don't believe in Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum got to show me. I don't believe in Jason Tatum, but I believe in him as a team. Tatum Actually, no, nah, because I don't believe in Jalen Brown either. Damn. Yeah, I don't believe in that motherfucker. Um, yeah, <laughs> should we move to that series already? Sure. Joel and B, man. That, that, I'm sick. Sick. I hope he only misses game one. It don't sound good. That's all it I got to say. And they're doing the whole, you know, play around act like it's not as serious that it is, it is type thing but if he missed this series I'm, I'm gonna be pretty disgusted if he missed this series this playoffs is just gonna be like so so many missed opportunities yeah so many missed great matchups like we lose the mvp for the rest of the playoffs like what and i'm gonna say the rest of the playoffs because it's literally no way a James Harden let Sixers team without Embiid gets two games on the Celtics. Maybe not even one. Nah, they're not about to just outshoot these boys for, nah. for yeah. four games out of six. And with what defense? Yeah. Um I, I need Embiid to, to to play in the series. Um I know the Celtics are gonna pounce on him. If I think he's is he's listed as doubtful, but I'm, I think most of us believe he's not playing in this game. Yeah. Um so the Celtics are definitely going to uh, be opportunistic on that. They're at home. They got every reason to go out there and just blow them boys out the water. 
Um, I, I need him in that series. I, I, I want him in that series. I need Jimmy Butler to be okay. I think they have a decision to make because I think if he misses game two, he'll be better for the rest of the series as far as like getting that extra time to rest. But if they do, they want to risk him sitting out that game. If he's eight, let's say he's 80% on Tuesday, would they want to risk him missing that game and them, you know, losing that game two for no reason? Now the series is even and, you know, it's the best of five. I, I don't know how they're going to play that. And knowing him, he'll probably want to play if he can walk. So, um, with Embiid, I got Celtics in six. Without, I got Celtics in four. I really, really this this is why I'm pissed. I want to believe in Embiid and Jokic, and I was gonna take the Sixers in this series because of my belief in Embiid. I don't think Horford or Robert Williams should be doing anything with him in this series, and I wanted to see that play out, like. You know, these, this is one of our potential greats of this generation, a guy that should be in the top 75 list or the when they do the 10 more list. I don't think was he, he wasn't in the 75. No, it'll be top guy, one. Like, like usually every at the 10 year mark, they'll do a next 10. Like he's a guy that should be in that next 10. I don't think so. In 10 years. Say what? I don't think so. What, what are you talking about? I think the next list will be like top 100. No, I'm saying historically they've done that. Like they did the 25 year anniversary and then they had like a next 10, 10 years later. And then after they did the 50, they did like a next 10, 10 oh. years later or something like that. It's not as big a deal as the 25, 50, 7,500, but they do it just because, you know, 25 years is a long ass time. Right. So they'll do like a next 10 for the the guys that like the Luca will probably be on that list, stuff like that um, in 10 years, which is crazy to think about when like, 10 years from now. Won't even be a Maverick in 10 years. Like, like, Luca's gonna be Luca probably gonna be back in Real Madrid eating <laughs> like, winning the eight championships. <laughs> doing whatever he wants with his life. Uh with, with little Luca on his lap going crazy on the sidelines, throwing throwing stuff at people. Um imagine dad Luca. What the fuck? Say what? Imagine dad Luca. Right. Like <laughs> you know, he probably gonna be a mean ass dad. I'm just <laughs> Maybe he'll finally fucking get in shape so he could chase his kid around. <laughs> oh man, I just pictured like a little baby Luke, like a little like three year old with Luca's head on. His <laughs> like, that's that's what I was picturing. <laughs> I'm just picturing that little fucking picture of young Luca and shit with the little haircut. Oh, and you could tell he was a badass kid too. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. A badass adult. What you mean? <laughs> The fact that that was why Vladi Divac didn't draft him is hilarious to me. Like, nah, I ain't fucking with that kid. I, I did not like that child. Oh, man. Whew. All right, anyway. To the West. Nuggets, Suns. Um, I don't think people have realized how good the Nuggets are. But I don't think I, they know I think you should know at this point. I had Nuggets in six, but it might be Nuggets in five. I got Nuggets in five right now. I think I had six as well, but five is probably what it's going to be. Yeah, at the last night, I was like, all right, it's a close game. Then I was like, oh. <laughs> like, when you look at the Suns bench, it makes sense. Like, they don't have enough. Like, yeah. when you need Katie and Devin Booker to go out and score 30-plus points a piece every night or 35 a piece every night, that's only 60, 75 points. Yeah, in the NBA in 2023 against the Nuggets, who have one of the best offenses in the league, who are gonna put up numbers. 
And who else you got? To, DeAndre Ayton? Okay. He'll give you 14, 15. Let's say that's 90 points. Chris Paul, he'll give you 12 points. That's 102. Can you count on guys like Torrey Craig, Damian Lee, Landry Shamit to give you points consistently every night? I forgot TJ Warren plays for the team. Has he been playing at all? No. I don't think he's getting minutes. I can't remember the last time I saw him suit up in a jersey. Like, I don't even, I don't know if he'd be on the bench in warmups, but like, do he get garbage time minutes when they blowing teams out? I don't even. He is not playing. What was the last game he played? You want me to actually check that? Yeah. Because it looked like you already checking for something, so. Yeah, I'm already on basketball reference. Uh, TJ is game logs. All right, I'm just going to the regular season. He ain't played in the playoffs. So. He did not play the last three games of the regular season. And I'm going to double check the playoffs, see if he got some garbage time, just to see if, it, you know, they let him wet his beak. 2023 playoffs. It looks like he played. He played a couple garbage time <clears throat> in the Clipper series, games two and three. <clears throat> So, so his legs do work. Like he can walk, he can get onto a basketball court, but they not use him. Um, KD, I don't think his body's gonna hold up if he got to play forty minutes a night. It won't. Chris so, Paul's won't either. Chris Paul either. Like they old man, you can't yeah. have these old motherfuckers out here playing forty minutes a night. You have to have reinforcements. I just want the Nuggets to put the Suns out of their misery because if the Suns got to see the Lakers or Warriors next round, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Like, cool, KD versus Steph, KD versus LeBron. That's a cool, like, one-on-one matchup. But as far as teams, it's not even. Yeah, it's, it's cool on 2K. I'm, I'm not trying to watch that shit. I ain't trying to watch that shit. I need the Nuggets to get through. Uh, I was going to say I, I need the 76ers for the same reason, but the Celtics are fine, too. So 76ers, Celtics coming out of the East. Heat coming out of the East would be cool as all. also. Imagine the Knicks making the finals. What Fuck would- the Knicks. The Knicks, I can't have that. I can't. Imagine if Jalen Brunson takes the Knicks. To- <laughs> I don't want to imagine that at all. Do you realize how miserable it will be on the timeline? I might, no. I might get my Twitter suspended on purpose. I might delete that shit. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to see this. I'm not trying to hear the discourse. I'm not trying to hear it at all. It's going to be so ugly, bro. I'm very happy for the Knicks. I'm very happy for Jalen Brunson. I can't have them in the finals. That's not going to work for me. I feel like I really can't have them in the conference finals, to be honest. But finals, definitely. That's 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 in that's end game right there. That's Thanos with the snap. It's a wrap. Bars. I would like to see MB versus Jokic, though, just to get that old school oh, in the finals, man. Uh, yo, yeah. I mean, the Nuggets going to beat the shit out of them boys, but. That's the thing, man. That's 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 the matchup, matchup that, that, like, if I was doing a script, if I was scripting it, that's the matchup I would want. Yeah. That's the matchup I would want. The last three MVPs going head to head. Uh, initially, it was Bucks, but if you're talking about narrative, uh and B versus Jokic in the finals. That's that's one of those things that like 20 years from now you, you're talking about. And they're both, they both could meet a couple more times. Like I would love to see that two, three times. 
in the finals? Um, what was I about to say? <laughs> Jamal Murray. I've been saying for a couple seasons, like, man, people keep talking about Jamal Murray like he really this dude, all because of what he did in the bubble. Bro ain't did shit since. Shout out Jamal Murray. Um, apparently he turns into a different motherfucker in the playoffs. Because during the regular season, he just, oh yeah, that's Jamal Murray. He yeah. he can hoop. And the playoffs is motherfucker, that's Jamal Murray. He a killer. Yeah. He a killer. Stop cold killer. Like the way the shots he's getting. He not like, you know, most people got to be squared up. They got to, you know, get into the emotions, the rhythm. Like even Steph, he not necessarily squared up, but you know, that's a Steph shot. Yeah. Like Jamal Murray be shooting that thing like halfway up, halfway out of his hand, halfway running, halfway walking. Like he be doing whatever. Like if he load up into a shot, I just expect that it's going in at this point. He's just he out there like he's been there before and he really hasn't. But he, he he's acting like it. I'm glad he's healthy. I would like to see uh, Nuggets versus Celtics for it being like the two deepest teams. That would be cool too. It not only left in the playoffs, but honestly in the league. Yeah, that would be a good coaching matchup. Yeah. As far as like moving the chess pieces. <laughs> okay. Like making, because you're going to have to choose which bench players get minutes, you know, how you deploy your starters, all that good stuff, who you attack. Everything like it would be a chess match as far as that goes. But I'm excited for Lakers Warriors, man. Like I'm excited for that shit. I I wanted Kings. I wanted Kings and Grizzlies, but uh the old dudes is not passing the torch. They said we ain't giving it up. You gotta take it. I respect it. True. We get LeBron versus Steph in the second round. I get to sit back and watch two of the most toxic fan bases in NBA Twitter <laughs> go at each other. For two weeks. Two weeks. It's about to be fun. It's about to be fun. That's all I'm saying. Toxicity at its finest. Shout out to Sirey Kid. Who you picking? Lakers, Warriors. I do not give a fuck. Come on, man. Nah, pick. If I can pick them both to lose, pick. I will pick them both to lose. Pick. I'm going to go with the Lakers. Fuck it. Lakers and six. I'm going with the Lakers. Rui Hachimura, the revelation continues. Uh, you know, Austin Reeves, go get that bag, young man. Hey. Um, Dennis Schroeder, I need you out there be doing goon activities. Like, I, I want all the others to step up for the, for the Lakers. Jordan Poole is a fraud, man. Fuck Jordan Poole. I'm, I'm being an asshole on this whole podcast. <laughs> you follow Jason Maples on Twitter? I think I started following because I got tired of seeing him on my timeline. And even yeah, the I biggest Chris Paul hater of all time. Um, b- bigger than me? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's him or someone on his podcast, Temple of Hoops podcast. Okay. That was saying Austin Reeves is better than Jordan Poole. Well, we about to find out. <clears throat> Ooh, yeah. Jordan Poole, I, I'm glad the refs stopped giving him bullshit calls. Um, yeah. That's he was living off of that the bullshit foul calls like he had a, a shot in this game where he just threw up some bullshit and flopped and like they were giving him free throws for that in the past but now they realize he's he's a fraud. As, I remember motherfucker was trying to call him the third splash brother. I'm like what? What? Yeah, it feels like he's kind of falling out of favor with not only the refs but also his teammates and everything else. Like it, it, he just be out there now. Um, Raymond must have knocked the talent out of his ass. <clears throat> Eagle or nah, he ain't been right since that 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 right hook. 
Um, <clears throat> shout out to Steph. As as you said, they 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 weren't going to roll over. You got to take it from them. Uh, it, it's nice to see the the geriatrics out here hooping. Um, my fellow mid thirties and up people out here out here doing it. So it, it inspired me to continue on my my journey as well. Continue on your journey or what? I don't know what the fuck my journey is. All right, cool. I, I was just making sure it was like, what you trying to go to the G League? Like, I was about to make that joke previously that I might do a tryout, but I'll I'll tear my ACL walking in the gym. So I'm uh, I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it on the humble. <clears throat> I might join a thirty up league or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot of squeaking going on in that gym, and it ain't the floor. <laughs> a lot of Bengay. <laughs> Me smelling real spicy out there with that spicy hot going. <laughs> Um, I think that's enough of that. MVPs announced what Tuesday? Yes, I think everybody expects it to be in I think we all expect it. Anything can happen though. We'll see. <clears throat> I, I think it'll be votes went in before the playoffs. I think it'll be at least 50% of the vote for MB, and I think like 30 something for Yoke Jokic and like 17 for uh Giannis. And then, like, a freak vote for, like, Sabonis or some bullshit. That's what I expect. I'm mad at Sabonis right now. I don't even want to hear that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, shout out to my boy Fox. I wish he didn't get hurt. Um, it's going to be interesting. I mentioned it on the timeline. It's going to be interesting to see how the team responds. Not the team as far as the players, but the the, the front office. Organization, yeah. Yeah, how they respond. Uh, I feel like Mark Cuban would, you know, if we got healthy, we'll be fine. We're a young team. Everybody will get a year older. We wouldn't add no fucking pieces, and that will be that. Right, we'll see if the Kings add pieces. I think the Kings have a good team, but I think something they can use is guys off the bench that can do more. Guys like you got Terrence Davis. All right, if Terrence Davis isn't scoring, what else is he doing? Malik Monk. If Malik Monk isn't scoring, what else is he doing? Kevin Herter. If Kevin Herter isn't scoring, what else is he doing? You have those guys. They're valuable. You keep a Malik Monk. You keep a Kevin Herter. But – you need other guys. Get Harrison Barnes. Move the fuck on. Like he's a uh, free agent. Do you think they should bring him back? Barnes cool. depends on the money, not on that contract he got now. What was what's the max you would pay him if you're the Kings? Twelve million dollars. Twelve. I think that's fair. I think that's more, more than fair. Actually, it's more than fair. I was gonna say ten. The fact that he didn't do shit. You like, a goddamn thing. How is your last name Barnes, but you can't hit the broad side of one when it matters? You know what? I'm gonna let that. All right. And y'all was on Twitter crying like, oh, we should have kept Harrison Barnes. I wish we had Harrison Barnes this year. It made a difference. What difference? That's the thing. Like, <laughs> y'all I, fall in love with players on other teams just because you're not happy with the motherfuckers on the Mavericks. It's one or the other. Either you fall in love with everybody or you hate everybody. And you, either way, you're most like, most of the time, you are not thinking with your basketball mind. In either of those scenarios, um, let me look at what I don't. I, I remember seeing him on the court like twice tonight. How many minutes did this man play? Mitchell Barnes. He he didn't he play six, about eighteen minutes. He only played thirteen minutes. Thirteen minutes. Yeah. As um, Murray played, I think Murray hopefully takes a step next year. <laughs> I was going to say that. I, I agree. He's a rookie. This is his first time in the playoffs. You can't expect but so much from him. I would hope that he takes another step, but I do think they need more athleticism on that wing. 
I think no, that's, sure. that's the big, that's the big <clears throat> move that I would hope for them to make. Uh, if you keep Barnes, like you said, keep him, come, have him come off the bench, move him to that second unit. That's that's good. But that if they can get some athleticism on the wing, a big athletic, if they can get an OG type, or get OG, or uh, <laughs> if they can get an OG, <laughs> they, they they might be in some business again um, as far as like being able to hold down that third spot or maybe take a, another step forward. I like what I saw from Keegan Murray. Uh, he didn't really start off good in this series. Uh, you kind of expect that from a rookie, especially when the lights is bright. But after like game two or game three, stepped up like, and it was he was getting on the boards. He was knocking down some threes. He was getting in that mid range area, moving his way around the picks, getting in the mid mid range area with that floater, getting to the basket. So uh, I like what I seen from Murray. I hope he does take a step next year. Um, that's the only guy I can really see. They need to. Sabonis is a power forward. Mm. So what they need to do is either move Sabonis to power forward and get a real center or keep Sabonis at center and get a real power forward. They have uh, Aaron Gordon type. They have Murray doing that. I think he was a small forward. <clears throat> and, I, and but he's not quick enough to really guard those guys yeah. and that's where I, that's why i'm saying like that if they can get a big athletic wing six eight six nine that can guard threes and fours then you could kind of play with that so yeah they need og on and <laughs> exactly like you need a strong a wing that's quick enough to guard wings but also strong enough to guard fours if you go like a small ball lineup with suppose. I think they're gonna have some cap space this offseason. So oh, yeah, they they are well positioned to yeah. make moves. The question is, will they pull a Mark Cuban and not do it? We'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm excited for that fan base. You know, it's obviously bittersweet right now, but first time in the playoffs in a long time. The feelings in the city again. Um and you got a good young team, a lot to build on there. Like I, I would be excited as a fan and looking forward to next. Yeah. I need to find a Kings podcast to listen to. To be honest, I asked everybody. I asked, like I, I have so many creators that follow me. And I'm stuff. pretty sure there's a locked on Kings podcast. I ain't nobody listening to a fuck. <laughs> See, I'm hating all day. Um, yeah, you just hate up there today. I'm gonna keep it one million. I tried to listen to uh, Dime Dropper, Locked On Clippers, but when that intro comes in, this is the Locked I, I just, I got to turn this shit off immediately. You ain't, them, them Locked On intros, this is the Locked On Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Bit, with a little beat or whatever, like, I, that shit pisses me off. Like, I get <laughs> triggered by it. PTSD is activated, and I got to turn that shit off. Like, I can't even get to Dime, Dime talking because that intro was so fucking annoying. I didn't know he was on Locked On Clippers. Yeah, he he took over this year. Okay. Um, good reviews. I went and read some of the reviews, and people were like, I was worried when you know the last two hosts left. You know, I was worried about a one man show, but Dime <laughs> has great energy. Blah 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 blah. So good for him. <clears throat> He's doing a lot, but that's that's what you do when you're young. You do everything. <sighs> um. Yeah, I gotta find a Kings podcast. Um, if you if anybody out there knows any, let me throw me a link. I put out a tweet asking for a podcast from every fan base, and I got one response. 
I could tweet about farting right now and get 550 responses, but I tweet asking for, for people to, to self-promote and I get- That's how I go when you got a lot of followers, man. It's goofy as fuck. <clears throat> Speaking of, if, if I could transition, I was going to save this for later, but we might as well get it out of the way while we're not talking about the Mavericks. <sighs> Did you see the kid that played the game at the Lakers game the other night? Like he had to score 10 points in 30 seconds. No. Okay. So they had a game, you know, they have the, they bring a fan on the court uh, to win some prizes or whatever. And I've always wanted to do this. Me too. Um, not like the little goofy games, but like an actual shooting game. Like, yeah. Cause I'm like, man, the lights is bright. I'm out about to show out and embarrass myself. There's no in between. Right. Like I ain't trying to be out here throwing fries into a, a Whataburger fry box, but I'll, I'll shoot a basketball. Um, I ain't doing no hokey pokey, none of that. So uh, I wonder how they decide who they bring down. Is it like a there's usually so <laughs> I, I know I've seen it a couple times where they have like somebody out on the concourse in the arena, um, like looking for people to like put their name in a raffle or something, something like that. Like I've seen that a couple times at Hornets games. Uh, I've seen definitely seen that at the Nuggets game too when I was in Denver, but um <clears throat> I haven't been able to find that person lately at Hornets games, so I don't I don't know uh, if they've changed the way they do it now. But regardless, kid came on the court. They said, I think they said he was 13. So do you know this generation is different? So they told him you need 10 points. You got 30 seconds to do it. A three-pointer was worth the full 10 points. Free throw line was <laughs> worth three points. Layup was worth one point. So obviously you got a few different paths to do it. The idea for them is to get you to overthink it. Um, I already, I've, 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 I've turned this into a drill, like in the backyard to where like now I like set my timer for 30 seconds. And usually I hit the first three and it's like not dramatic at all, but question. Okay. If he makes a layup, can he grab the ball and go right back up? Yes. Yeah. They overthinking it. Exactly. <laughs> they overthinking it. It's Mike and drill all day. If you want, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. just boom. I, I, boom. But what happens boom. is right. you miss, you miss one and then you start panicking is usually how that's yeah. going um so yeah the way i see it is like you take the three uh if you miss it get the rebound layup go back out to the three free throw line try to hit one if you miss that just layups the rest of the way if you hit the free throw try and maybe do a layup again and then go back and hit another free throw is it a regular free throw or a free throw jumper it's free throw line area jumper like you don't have to take a free throw yeah i can hit those Yeah, I'm like doing a turn. I ain't hitting a three. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not hitting the NBA three. I might splash that. Like, I'm not hitting the NBA three. Really? It's going to be nothing but air balls. <laughs> I mean, well, at least you know that going in, so you're not going to waste your time on it. Yeah. Are you going to pull up? Pull up. I'm going to try throw? one. You going to pull up from the free throw line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do the free throw line. Right. I can't. I, I can't. Not the three. I'm going to try one, though. I'm okay. going to just throw it up. Be like, let me if see. Air ball, not a ball out of bounds. You got to go chase it. You're right. That's, that's that's I gotta put some power on it so it clank and be like Kevin Looney out that bitch. Like, Ugh. <laughs> so anyway, what happened was the kid put the ball down on the thing and starts like going like the timer is going. He's like bigging up the crowd, like getting the crowd hyped up. Like, let me hear y'all get loud, get loud. And the lady's like, "All right, twenty <laughs> seconds." He's like, "Come on, y'all, let's do it. Get, come on, y'all, get loud." She's like, "You ten seconds." He's like, "Oh." All right, let me get the ball. Five seconds. Three, two, one. Clank, clank. <laughs> that was the game, right? No way. He bricked it. 
He an industry plant. He a plant. <laughs> it's no way. So that wasn't a real person. <laughs> that was somebody in the front office nephew, bro. You got to no respect the confidence. It's no way. He said, I only need one shot and I'm not going to miss my chance to clink. Oh, never mind. Hold up. So the three pointer is worth all the points. Mm-hmm. And he thought. All right. So I probably would think that also, but I'm going to take the shot immediately. I ain't going to wait. Just in case, I'm going to at least give myself Boy, a couple of Just one shot. One he opportunity. Said, <laughs> he said, I need one shot. Matter of fact, it's one thing to need one shot. He waited to the last second to pick the ball up, so he couldn't even like do a bounce to get in the rhythm or nothing. He just was like, pick up, launch. Like That's not a comfortable thing to do. Like You you in full. I think he had a hoodie on. Like, you, you Bro, not you don't even have to dribble. Like Sit there, set up for a little bit. Order a pizza and just... Like I'm, I like I like to step into my shot. So what I yeah. probably would have done was like take a step back, spin the ball, like so that it'll bounce and come back to me. Step into it, catch, bang! Like I needed that rhythm of of stepping into it when I when I like having the ball come to me, step into it like, as if somebody's it. passing you the ball. Right. Like I, I don't like just standing there shooting. Yeah, like is that. it against the rules to be like, hey, bro, come here real quick, like pass me this, like. <laughs> I've gotten used to. I was about to say something so that could have been twisted so bad. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised nobody's like, "Oh, I'm gonna shoot it from the corner since that's the closest shot." Let me tell you something. Shooting from the corner is not easy. No, it's not. A lot of y'all laugh at Paul George because he hit the side of that backboard and rightfully so because he's a fucking professional. But let me tell you something for re- for regular motherfuckers, bro. Go to that corner thinking it's about to be an easy shot if you want to and see if you don't embarrass yourself. And I think a lot of people don't appreciate the the whole depth perception issue when it comes to that, especially in a large arena. Like, <clears throat> it's really hard to judge the distance from the side in an arena. Because the And also, there's nothing behind it. Right. It's like, just a big, it's depth, vast darkness. <laughs> you're either going to hit the side of the back. You might not even hit the side of the backboard. The ball might go right over the rim. You just got to be locked in. Um and I have not hit corner threes. I say I have played in an arena, and like it was a different, like even straight away feels mm-hmm. weird because everything's so spacious around it. You're not used to that. Like you used to playing in gyms is a very different experience. If I'm shooting the three, I'm spotting up at the wings. Those are my spots. Okay. <laughs> I was usually, sometimes top of the key, but mainly the wings. So I usually had the ball in my hand, so I was usually at the top of the key or yeah, the wings. I can't dribble, so. <clears throat> You can't dribble. What are we doing? How are we going to run these two-on-two sessions when we go to doubt? You know what? Who the fuck said we running two-on-two? Okay, I know how we going to run two-on-two sessions. Two-man game. I set the pick. Fade. <laughs> slip. I can... Uh, uh, the pick. All right. All right. All right. We can't give away the strategy. Anyway. Yeah, we can't give away the strategy. So the whole I like point some of me, handles by then. The whole point of me bringing this up. Imagine me being 30 and just starting to learn how to do it. <laughs> Be like, damn, you don't watch Ted Lasso. Uh, one of the characters had never learned how to ride a bike because his grandpa was supposed to teach him. No, nah, that's more embarrassing. Yeah. So the other dude had to teach him how to ride a bike. <laughs> You're a grown ass man. You can't ride a bike. <laughs> it, it was funny. It was good. It was good. I can't say it, but. <laughs> um, what was I about to say? Um, all right. So the whole point of me bringing this up. Mm-hmm. The, my initial tweet about it was, you never watched Game of Thrones either, did you? Damn. Uh, did you watch Last of Us? Yes. Was Pedro Pascal had a character on Game of Thrones 
who was nice with it. Nice with the sword. He had a battle one-on-one versus a big show type character. Uh, like big giant dude that was crushing skulls and shit. He had a one-on-one. At the mountain? Yeah. He he had he they had a one-on-one battle and he was washing buddy. Had him. But Buddy had like raped his sister or something back in the day. And he wanted Buddy to admit it <laughs> before he killed him. He was like, tell him, like, apologize for what you did. Tell them what you did. Like, admit it, motherfucker. And while he doing all this prancing around, yelling and telling dude to admit it, Buddy got a chance. He recovered real quick, got a grip on him. And that was that. Splat. It's over for you. So I said, you know, Buddy went out like Ober and Martell. <clears throat> embarrassing display. That was my initial response. You know Ashley Nicole Moss? Yeah. So she had responded saying, did he not know the rules? And I think, in hindsight, I don't think she realized that the three-pointer was worth 10 points. Does she follow you or she just saw the tweet? She was, So Kevin O'Connor posted <laughs> the video, she responded to him and then I responded to her. Oh, okay. So she responded saying, did he know the rules? And I said, the three-pointer was worth the full 10 points. Uh, extreme confidence. I gotta respect it. This was this was not this was a nothing tweet, right? Somehow this shit blew up. Like I think it has over two thousand likes, but along with those two thousand likes came fifty comments from people one not realizing that the three pointer was worth ten points. So a lot of people were saying, "What do you mean it was worth? It, 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 he took one three pointer. He needs ten points." I was like, "You goofy bitch! He is the big giant ten under his feet." That is the amount of points that the three-pointer was worth. That was one part of it. The other part of it was the controversy that it stirred up with people saying, this is not confidence. This is cockiness. Dumb kid, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yo, why are y'all more upset about this than the kid was? The kid was chilling. How old was the kid? 13. And how much money was he going to get? I don't even know what the game was for. But he did not seem, he didn't seem embarrassed. (laughs) He didn't seem upset. He was just like, it don't matter to him. If it was me, I'd be fucking embarrassed. (laughs) He was like, damn, I messed up. But it is what it is. I had fun. Boy, had Uh, Oh, well, school tomorrow. Right. Like, I mean, the fact that he probably got on the court, he probably had court side seats. His family probably rich. He probably already got a car. I told you he's a fucking plant. (laughs) I need to start going to some Wizards games more and getting to these games early so I could be in contests like this. Because I'd be seeing these halftime joints where they be giving away like $500,000, $50,000 and shit. Fuck all this sports betting. I'm trying to hit some lucky shots at the halftime show. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. If I'm in one of these halftime shows where they got hit a shot and I hit one, you're going to think I'm Jordan game six in the 98 finals. I'm not playing around. I'm going to act like I just hit the game winner in game seven of the NBA finals, bro. I'm going to celebrate like this the greatest moment of my life. I'm gap up like when LeBron jumped on that one dude, like, ah, I'm going to be dapping up players like, ah, I'm going to make up my own handshake. Like, be careful dapping up Bradley Bill. You know, he got that thing on him um, <clears throat> at all times. He I had, don't want to dap him up too hard. He might swing. He got the virus. He had, he had the virus like 20 times. Swear to God. Right Swear now. to God. I ain't dapping him up. And I'm not dapping up Porzingis. You going to dap up Porzingis? Fuck no. What if Porzingis came up to you for the dap? You gonna turn him down? First of all, my head probably come to his waist, so I'm gonna be very like, (laughs) I'm gonna be like, whoa, whoa. Oh man, terrible comment. All right, I'm gonna dap up Will. Well, Will Barton is not gonna be playing for the Wizards next year. (laughs) I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. Did you want to dap up Denny Abdiel? Like, well, we 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 run it out of players. I'm gonna dap I'll dap Denny up. You know? Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. That's good to know. Um. All right. Anyway, I just had to get that off my chest. I was very annoyed. I had to know. Did I mute it? Yeah, I think I had to mute it because people were starting to piss me off. I was trying. The number of people I had to explain that the three pointer was worth ten points to was enough to piss me off on its own. But then the people that were annoyed saying this isn't confidence, like how we're going to applaud this as confidence and da da da. I was like, why are y'all giving dissertations about this kid taking a shot? Like, what what is happening? Anyway. Um, Actually, I ain't even gonna celebrate. I'm gonna just hit him with the, with the, with the CJ McCollum when he did that shit to Denver. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'm him. I might do the Damian Lillard. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, All right, Mike. Jump. Whole bunch of NBA players, six foot five niggas jumping, <laughs> six foot five motherfuckers jumping on my five foot six ass, and I'm just like. <laughs> He won a scholarship to, to UMBC. I, I'm a stoplight. Scholarship? I don't want to go to no fucking college. Like, Can now, I they give me a free ride all four years. Say what? If they give me, if I win a free ride all four years, hey, I, I can't not take that. No, no. That, that would not be a bad deal. I might have to sell it to a student or something. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I just sell a scholarship. <laughs> I'm a hustler. That's a different type of hustle, boy. <laughs> All right, we we way off track. Damn. Yeah, we way off track. We didn't like minutes. thirty minutes and talk to no Mavericks. <laughs> show notes, people. Show notes. I must say that's why I did it up front because I already do. Uh, you watch anything this week? Uh, movies? No. Um, supposed to be going to see Big George Foreman tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Tuesday, I'm going to try to go see Sue. Okay. Um, Thursday, I'm going to see Guardians. Uh, I meant to tell you, I will be. I, I want to hop on a review for that if I forgot to sign up for it. Yeah, double. I don't know if you did either. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I did. Did anybody sign up for it? <clears throat> Let's find out. Oh man, where's the? All right, there's the sheet. There's a new tab called Bibs Classics. It's my 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 favorite movies. I got to do the rewatches. Um, IMDb top 100 new movies. Uh, do, 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 do. Catch an Artifice Girl, Big George Foreman, Sisu, RMN, Guardians. Nope, nobody signed up. All right. I don't think anybody has signed up for, well, Tyler signed up for Insidious 5. Like nobody signed up for any new movies in the next few months besides Tyler. <laughs> That's why I don't have a co-host. <laughs> I just got to, I just got to record. Um, sadly, I did watch Bulls Afraid yesterday. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not going to see that shit. I will. I'm going to tell you right now. I would not. I would not advise. Um, <clears throat> it's a three-hour movie. About an hour and a half, maybe a little bit further into the movie. It was me and one other person in there, first of all. Damn. Makes sense. There are exactly zero seconds of this movie that made me want to stay in this theater. 
I stayed for for the art. I stayed so I could appropriately talk shit about this movie. Like I said, I stayed for the love of the game. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Oh my god! I was, so I was going. I was going to be like, because I'm pretty sure it'll be on streaming like in a month or two. And I said, I'll just wait. But I don't know if I could watch. Damn, those you guys got some nice. <clears throat> um. Focus. <laughs> yeah, nice vocals. Um, I like I had too. It's nice. Um, I don't know if I could watch a three-hour movie at home that I'm not invested in. <clears throat> you gotta watch that thing in shifts, and it's easy to because there are like very clear <clears throat> like there's one section where something's happening and it moves to something else, and then it moves to something else. But how can I describe this? Again, it's three hours, and you feel every hour. Um. The other person in the theater left about halfway through the movie. Mm. I wanted to leave at least a half an hour before they left. Like I was done. Like I, I'd seen enough, but I was like, you know what? Maybe it's going to give me something on the back end. Wait, 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 wait. You said you wanted to leave an hour and a half before they left. I want to leave a half hour before they left. They, left probably, they probably left about the hour 45 mark. Oh, okay. Damn. So you went halfway through the movie. Damn. Damn. I genuinely could have left 30 minutes into the movie. And you are going to review this, correct? I stayed. I might have to. Just to do it. But I'm going to just say right now, I know what he was doing. I know what his his idea was. Shit didn't need to be three hours. It could have been he could have got this point across in 70 minutes. 70 minutes. He could have took out over an hour and a half of this movie and got the same point across. It's basically an anxiety movie. And at one point I was like, maybe he's trying to portray schizophrenia, but he he made he I listened to an interview. It's about anxiety. It's about his relationship with his mother, like that type of stuff. So Puss in Boots did it better. Ain't nobody watch no Puss in Boots. Apparently, a lot of people watched Boots. I heard it was one of the best animated films of last year. <laughs> I ain't watched Puss in Boots. I ain't watched Mario. I ain't watched these movies. Um, we ain't supposed to be on here this long. How we, how we gonna do? We gonna have to do the Bel Air review too. God, <laughs> take us intermission. Um, <clears throat> shoddy, I don't know what tech shot shit. See what he at. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, don't watch Bo's Afraid in the- unless you like really, really need. If you're one of them people that likes weird movies and shit, that's the only reason. There is some shit at the end of this movie. All right. Did you see? You never saw Sorry to Bother You, right? No. Okay. For those of you who have seen Sorry to Bother You, it's an interesting movie. It's a weird movie, It's it, but it's a movie for the first like two thirds of the movie. And then the last act gets. Out, way out of pocket, way out of hand for, for that movie. This movie was the third act of Sorry to Bother You for the entire three hours. Just way too much going on. Like, <clears throat> how can I describe it? The first scene is the only normal scene where he's basically talking to his therapist. From there, it's almost video game, like him going back home to his uh, apartment him in his apartment video game like <clears throat> the way people are acting on the streets you can tell that they're not 
it's not a normal situation going on. Like he steps over a dead body in the street at one point, like, and it's like, why is there just a dead body chilling in the streets type of thing? Um, there's a lot of symbolism, a lot of foreshadowing and whatnot. Like there's something I see you see in that first scene. I, the the scene with him walking back home, like there's something that he walks by that like you you know this is not in the street. And I'm like, yeah, this is definitely it's gonna come back at some point. And it does. Um then there's a there's like an animated portion of the movie at one point in the middle where they're like telling a story and like I listened to the big picture talk about it. They were like, this went on for way too long too. But it sets up a joke. The big picture, Sean Fantasy liked the movie. Uh, he's interviewed he liked it. He's interviewed Arnie Astor four times. I just think he was... When you mentioned Big Picture, I was about to say, I bet they fucking liked it. They loved that shit. <laughs> um, he loved it. Yeah. Um, but he's like, yeah, it goes for like 30 minutes and it sets up a lot. You see the joke coming, but it, it, it goes for too long to set up a joke. But he gets it and it was fun and it was nice to see the animation and blah, blah, whatever. Then at the end, so it's already been crazy. At the end, there is one particular moment, one particular thing that they show. I could have threw a baseball through the screen when this popped up. It was so unnecessary. There is like a very intense love scene, first of all. Like I was in there by myself and it was awkward. And I was like, can they hear this in the hall? Like, this is getting out of here. Now, it had been set up for a long time. and you, But they, I don't know what Ari Aster got going on. You know how he do. You, you, you saw uh, Midsummer. I'm asking a question, was it? No, 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 no. Okay. No, not at all. Uh, shout out to, um, oh, what's her name? Damn. <laughs> I was about to say Piper. Is it Piper? She got a illiterate. She got a last name and first name both start with a P, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she's an older actress. Yeah, she's probably in her 40s or 50s. Hyper Parabo or something like that. Parker Posey. Parker Posey. Shout out to Parker Posey. Um, Where have I seen her before? I heard that name. I have absolutely no complaints about her uh, appearance in this movie. But I mean, she's fine. All right, but <clears throat> I mean, I wasn't expecting what what was given. With that said. Something happens after that scene. I'm telling you, the talent, the talent outperforms. It's, it's like, move on, man. Come on, move on. It's like Sabonis. It's like you look at. <laughs> no, nah, don't mention that motherfucker right now. Not just move yeah. on, bro. It's like Nikola Jokic. You look mid, at it, you look, yeah. Okay. Like he don't really look like a hooper like <laughs> that. But then you check the stats, you be like, oh my god, he kind of he kind of special with it. No, nah, I'm good. I don't think you are. You got to. I'm. I'm positive. I'm good. I promise. I promise. I promise. I, promise. I, I want to double toasted review this. I thought she was somebody else in that moment. I didn't recognize her at all. Yeah, let's move on. Um, but they. I feel like I just want to tell you this. What happens? Like the whole movie? No, just this. This one image that I, I'm pissed at. Oh, uh, go ahead. I don't give a shit. <coughs> Spoiler alert for anybody that plans on seeing that three-hour movie, Bo is Afraid. Fast forward 30 seconds. Let me set a timer, actually. No, I'm going to just... 
pretend I'm a, I know what 30 seconds feels like. Fast forward 30 seconds from here. <clears throat> Damn, if they fast forward 30 seconds already, then they, they would. <laughs> anyway, there is a gigantic member with arms, eyes, and a mouth in the attic. Like bigger than a human, just up there, and with like little praying mantis type arms. Now, everything else in this movie has been a human. This weird acting humans, but it's been all humans. And then then we are introduced to this being and told that this is his father. I don't even care that there's no context added to this because it was stupid even with the context. I don't know what Ari Aster was on, but it must have been good. That cocaina. He was he was on something. Um, I don't want to talk about this movie no more. No, I'm gonna just I'm just wrap it up. <laughs> I'm gonna just wrap it up. Um, what the hell? That and that's there's so many crazy moments in this movie, but that was like when I saw that. That was you said you didn't see. Sorry to bother you, and sorry to bother you. There are giant horse people at the end. This was that horse people moment for me. Where it's like now you've lost me. Now I I don't even care. Like I know what you've been trying to do this entire time, but now now you just you got too powerful. You know this is that thing where he's had two successful movies. And they just let him do what he wanted. They let him cook. Nobody should have let this man cook. I, I texted Tyler during the movie, who let Ari Aster cook? This is a bull. Like, I texted him. Let me see what time I texted him. I can tell you. Because that was when I wanted to leave. Let's see. Man, who let Ari Aster cook? I sent that at 3.49 p.m. The movie started at, like, 2.30. So, yeah, I was, like, an hour and 20 minutes into the movie. And I was, like... Who let Ari has to cook, man? This is this is garbage. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I told him I had an hour left, and I have not enjoyed more than five minutes total of this movie. But he mentioned. I just want you to know we've gone almost an hour. In. I know, I, I know. The we thing still that, got two things to hit on, don't we? Uh, we we gonna have to skip the last <clears throat> one. Was this the was this the thing <laughs> that you said you wanted to uh, talk about that I didn't need to prepare for? No, it was actually the kid with the Laker kid. It was a what? The Laker kid. Oh wow, I wouldn't have guessed that. I thought that was like a yeah spontaneous thing. <laughs> um, he mentioned he made a short film that this was this was taken from basically. Okay, and now, are, are he asked to make the short film? Yes. In like oh. 2010 or 11, 13. I probably should have kept it short. <laughs> yes. And, and that's like the dude from Big Picture is like, and you expanded it uh, tremendously. It's like, just say he made the thing too long, man. Quit, quit kissing his ass. So wait, he was interviewing him on the Big Picture pod. Yes. Oh, yeah. He was sucking major dick. It's the fourth time he's had him on there. He was on his knees. Back. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. That was blatantly obvious to me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So he they were he asked him, you know, are you trying were you trying to get away from the horror genre? 
And he was like, you know, technically I made this first. And I don't consider myself a horror director. It just so happened like my first two movies kind of fall into that category. And really Midsommar doesn't re- isn't really a horror film as far as most people would say. Like it's more suspense, thriller, whatever. Psychological thriller type of thing. Um, <clears throat> but he said, he was basically saying like, don't look at me as a horror director. And me and Tyler had this thing going, which is funny because I've seen a lot of people do this now where you had, you put Jordan Peele, um, Robert Eggers and Ari Aster as that next pantheon of great horror directors. I don't like that elevated horror shit, man. But like, like, it's cool. I like, but too much of it is just like. But we were waiting for them to each have three movies before we could judge them. I'm taking Ari Aster completely out of the category at this point. Like I'm done with Ari Aster. Even though I didn't really care for us and nope like that, they're still good movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <coughs> so. I think I'll I'll replace him with Ty West, uh, I guess. Like people that I'm showing up for when I know that they are directing the movie. Ari yeah, I'm Aster, waiting for Maxine. Ari Aster is off the list. Fact, off the list. I don't I don't need to see another Ari Aster movie. Tell somebody tells me I don't. <laughs> and that's it for the Mavs Outsiders. <laughs> uh, y'all thought y'all was gonna hear about some basketball psych. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine in the show notes, it says, skip here for Mavs talk. And they skip there and it's like, that's it for the Mavs outsiders. That's, you know, that's the podcast. I gotta, I'll be completely honest, though. If you're 100% serious right now, I'm okay. <laughs> let's mention this stuff, man. Let's see how long. Let's see. Let's see if we can do this quick. Um, I think the one thing we should we, we should save it for a singular episode like the yeah. others. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So I thought we were going to need to fill time. We did not. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mavs news, you know, hour into the podcast. Let's get to this this Mavs news. Uh, Greg St. Jean, St. John, whatever you want to call this man. I think it's St. John. He's leaving Jason Kidd's staff. They did not say he was fired. They did not say exactly why, <laughs> but the boy is leaving. Um. He came over with Jason Kidd from the Lakers. He was promoted to the front of the bench this past season. And now he's out of here. Uh, weird career track. I went to like look at his, his resume prior. Uh, he was a video coordinator in 2013-14 with the Kings. He was promoted to a player development coach the following year. Then he was unemployed until 2019. For four years, he was unemployed. And then he came back in 2019 with the Lakers uh, and again, Jason Kidd stole him when he left in 2021. <clears throat> this is the third straight year a top assistant has left the Mavs. Uh, the first one is not that surprising. Jamal Mosley left uh, when Jason Kidd came over because he probably should have been the head coach and Rick Carlisle did him dirty. Uh, but he's doing all right, I would say, in Orlando right now. Obviously, uh, Kokosikov left for the Nets last year. And now St. Gene is leaving. Any thoughts? I mean, you can count Steven Silas as four years straight, right? I mean, if we're just looking at the Jason Kidd era. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Steven Silas at least left for a job. Thoughts? I don't, I don't think it's too big of a deal. I, I mean, it's... maybe it's something to look at because it's a pattern. Like, it's not like he left for, like, he got a new, maybe he will find a job, but it's not like a, 
oh, I got a new job. I'm leaving. It's like he stepped down, right? He wasn't fired. He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, he probably found out a potential racist was joining the organization and got fired. But I have a, I have another thought as well that I want to mention. Redacted information. That is very possible. I forgot all about that. And that makes sense. Yeah, I've been waiting to see somebody leave. And this, I mean, top assistant, that, that ranks high enough for me. Yeah. The only, the only higher position than that is like head coach. Which I knew it wasn't going to be kid. <clears throat> wasn't going to be kid. Wasn't going to be somebody in the front office. Unless it was Mike Finley, maybe, because yeah. I, he's been extra quiet, but I guess he always is. Um, wow. Okay. So with that said, he's gone. I ain't really have any feelings for him. Um, but again, he was Jason Kidd's guy uh, and he's randomly leaving that. That's the only, if, if it's that, then I can make sense of it. Otherwise it's just kind of, it's a bad look. Yeah. But if it is that, then, okay. We, I know, (laughs) but if it is that we'll never know. Right. Well, that that won't come out. It's, I figured it would be a quiet thing if whenever that person was eventually let go and this fits the bill. Candidates have been named by Mark Stein to replace him. They said they were looking for somebody with veteran experience. Uh, James Borrego was named as a potential candidate. Former Hornets coach yep, uh, Jeff, Jeff Hornacek. <laughs> And Terry Stotts, those are the three names that have been floated by by Mark Stein recently. Okay. Any preferences, any thoughts on those three names? I like Borrego. I liked him in uh in Charlotte. Um, he wasn't great, but I like him. Uh guys like that usually make really great assistant coaches, guys that were head coaches for a bit, <clears throat> had their time, had their time, uh didn't really pan out and they kind of find their way as an assistant coach on a winning team. Uh, Terry Stotts as well. I like Terry Stotts. Um, Terry Stotts coached the uh, Blazers, correct? Right. Yeah, he used to be a Mavs assistant on the championship team. Uh, Do like Terry Stotts. Um, I think if I had to choose it, I would go with Terry Stotts. Um. This position, this hiring, is essentially Jason Kidd hiring the person that would replace him if Jason Kidd was fired. I hope that's not the case. On an interim basis. And I think that's why these Oh, on an interim basis, yeah. Yeah, and that's why I think these people keep getting chased out. I think Jason Kidd knows <laughs> top assistant usually, uh, the, the you know, you got to look over your shoulder, watch the throne um, type scenarios. So uh, I like Hornacek, honestly. Um I can't remember who he used to coach. <clears throat> I was about to talk out of my ass. Was it the Suns? Yes, I think it was. Um, now I got to pull it up. I'm checking it right now. I don't like just saying shit. He coached Utah as an assistant for two years, three, two years. Uh, he coached Phoenix from 2013 to 2016, New York from 2016 to 2018, and was an assistant in Houston from 2020 to 2022. 
uh, three this year, actually, apparently. I didn't even realize it. Um, I like Jeff Hornacek. I've known him, obviously, since he was a player. Yeah, Utah. Um, obviously, the, the stint in Phoenix was not amazing. <laughs> Uh, his coaching record 161 and 216 as a head coach. And let's see, even his time, I mean, he's been an assistant on rebuilding type teams. Um, <clears throat> hasn't really shown a lot as a coach, but I'm like, if we were hiring him as a head coach, that would be some bullshit. But as an assistant, I'm not, I'm not mad at him sticking around. Borrego feels like he was kind of strict, kind of stern. Um, and like rigid with his decision making. Um, maybe, maybe he would be a, a nice hard nosed guy to be around. I don't, I don't know about Terry Stotts' player management style. I know he's an offensive minded guy. I mean, I like Terry Stotts because he's proven as an assistant, even though it was a long time ago, he's proven as an assistant with the Mavericks. Um, a lot of people from that coaching staff went on to coach teams, Dwayne Casey, Terry Stotts. I'm pretty sure I might be forgetting somebody. Um, and he's proven as a head coach. Like, if Jason Kidd is gone in the middle of the season and we need an interim head coach to step up, I feel more comfortable with Terry Stotts than Jeff Hornacek and Grego. That's true. I think, and I think that's where Stotts probably has the edge as far as the logical choice because he is that veteran. He is, I mean, he coached Jason Kidd at one point um so i would believe that they have that relationship and if jason kidd is going to look over his shoulder it should be to somebody that was kind of like a mentor at the yeah time. um i'm cool with it uh we'll see what happens and we'll, we'll keep it moving i don't i don't really get into the assistant stuff usually but in this particular case uh, it is important because again jason kidd goes away this person is going to probably be the interim coach so yeah. I don't think I couldn't see Borrego being long for that position. I could see Stotts being long for that position. And if the league is going to recycle coaches, Hornacek's going to get another shot somewhere. Eventually. Maybe I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> um, that's all I got. Uh, we're going to start doing some year in review stuff. Do you want to? You want to do one in the middle of the week? Yeah, that works. Um, did I send you? I do like one a week. I sent one to Tyler. We can do one a week. Uh, I got to go look at the schedule, see how much time we got to kill before we get into like draft stuff and whatnot. I know the lottery's in two weeks, two and a half weeks. Uh, so maybe we can double up there on a midweek, but. Yeah, uh, we're going to start doing some some year reviews for different players. First player up is Reggie Bullock. Should be a, should be a fun conversation. This will be clutch if we were still getting paid. It will be. That's why I was. That's part of why I've been stalling on it, to be honest, and why I'm not uploading the old episodes yet. Because uh, we're not going to gain anything from it right now. Oh. Um, I need to reach out to Spotify for podcasts because they're playing games on reactivating the ads. Speaking of which, your podcast, are you still active on the ad situation? No. Did you max it out? Yes. Okay. And it went away completely for my movie podcast because I wasn't doing anything. And I, now I can't get the hit the eligibility criteria. 
which is 100 unique listeners over the past, what is it, 60 days? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my podcast don't get that anymore. Yeah, I got a, I don't know what happened because I was getting, I was doing pretty, I was doing over 100 for a while. And then at some point last year, it just dropped off, fell off a cliff. Uh, I think the last one to go over 100 was Black Panther. I haven't done 100 since July 24th. That was, when was Black Panther? And that's 101. That was November. Yeah. So I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep pumping them out. Um, I just did a review for a movie called RMN. It was a Palm d'Or nominee at Cannes last year in France. Really, really good movie, Romanian movie uh, about immigration and uh, artistically done some good themes that I think would apply to pretty much any Western country, honestly. Um, Should be hitting some theaters here next week. I think it premiered in L.A., this past weekend and is hitting some more theaters next week. I'm going to be reviewing a movie called Eight Mountain, The Eight Mountains, which was a, a winner at Cannes for, I can't remember which award, but it won one of the awards at Cannes last year. Um, supposed to be doing that review with Tyler this week at some point in time. It's, gonna, it's arriving in the United States on May 5th, but that's another foreign movie. Um, I got another movie that I haven't watched yet. It's just a random one that some guy sent me. It's really, really, really uh, indie. But um, we'll see. And then, like you mentioned, we got to do <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. That's an opportunity to get that 100, maybe. Um, supposed to be talking about Bel Air here in a second. Uh, the Bel Air reviews did great last year. Hopefully that shit don't go too long. I'm going to be honest. I'm, um, I'm but I know with me and with Shaw, it will. It looked like is Shaw gonna be. I've been up all day, so I watched Doug. He said he had took a nap real quick, but he be good. If he can be good, you 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 want to jump on this at eight? Yeah, quick time to eat some grub or something. On a break, all right. Yeah. That long enough? Eight eight fifteen or eight eight fifteen. 815. All right. Just like be ready because I might be done before 815 and I'll be like blowing my breath. All right. Let me I will send that a shot. And if if tell him no pressure to show up. If he don't show up, then maybe we'll knock it out quick. <laughs> because it won't be three people to have to talk, it'll just be two. Yeah, you know how we get. Yeah. Uh I'll outline it too, so I can keep us on track. All right. All right. Anything you need to promote? Nope. Just look out for the Mountain podcast every week. We're trying to release it every week. Uh, if you're not subscribed, subscribe. I, it, I haven't been promoting it on my Twitter because I don't have a fucking followers anymore, but I might start doing it again just, you know, just because. Okay. Uh, shout out to the Ravens for deciding to pay Lamar Jackson. Oh, the Saints. That's right. Somebody asked me to um to give my thoughts on the uh the Saints draft. Yeah, um yeah. <laughs> damn. You good? 
Yeah, I'm good. Um, Saints draft. Uh, he actually thought that I wasn't going to like it. It's Sean, by the way. Um, Sean underscore MFFL thought I wasn't going to like it. Um, I actually did like it. Um, first round, we went defensive tackle. Uh, our defensive line uh, has taken a hit recently, especially in the past few years. We've gotten older. Uh, we drafted defensive tackle. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of college football, so I don't know some of these guys. I'm just going off of what we needed. Uh, we drafted D tackle first round. We had two second round picks. We went defensive end and we went running back. Two needs for sure. Um, we also went offensive lineman in fourth round, a backup quarterback in the fourth round. Um, in the fifth round, I believe we went safety and wide receiver. All in all, I'm happy with the draft. Um, not going to say like I'm, I'm excited, but I'm, I'm happy with it considering what I've seen the Saints do in the past in the NFL draft. So I'm content, man. I'm just excited for the season to start. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was ready to retire from the league. <clears throat> if if Lamar wasn't going to be a Raven, I was ready to <laughs> jump. I already took, like, I used to have a big Ravens thing on the wall, and it's gone. Uh, I took the Ravens stuff down. Uh, I still got Ray Lewis and Ed Reed because that's, that's forever. But, yeah, uh, I, I was ready to hang them on up, but Lamar got the five-year deal. I signed a five-year extension. We, we we still up. As for the Mavericks, I'm still waiting to see if I'm going to opt in on this last year, this four plus one. Um, Mark Cuban got to show me something. But that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Y'all got like 20 minutes of Mavs talk at, at most. If that, yeah. Yeah, it's probably like 15, I mean 10 actually, because we didn't spend the last five talking about non Maverick stuff. Mavericks ain't doing nothing. It, it, they, they, they didn't make the playoffs, man. We ain't, ain't shit to talk about. Like, y'all gonna have to deal with this. We ain't getting paid for this. <laughs> we'll talk about what we want to talk about. Because then if we take a week off, y'all gonna be like, oh, well, where y'all at? Everybody else taking the week, taking the weeks off. We the ones still pushing out pods. Y'all, now you might be saying y'all are stupid ones. We might be because yeah, we ain't we getting are. paid for this shit no more. We're not getting paid. We're not getting paid. <clears throat> we doing it for the love of the game. Love of the game. You only get one. Sh- I mean, hundred percent. Right, come on, let's get the fuck out of here. Seventy percent luck or some shit. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm working on it though. Um, damn, we got a meeting this week. I think we do on Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, I just gotta try to remember. All right. Uh, I'll talk about that after this because that one dude never got back to us either. Okay. <clears throat> Wait, fuck. What time is the meeting? You got something going on Wednesday? I had scheduled my uh, appointment at the post office to get my passport at eleven thirty to twelve. Oh. oh lord! I can reschedule it possibly. I don't know if you want to play around with that. Where are you trying to get to? I'm going on a cruise this year. What kind of cruise? Out of the country. I mean, we going to the Caribbean? Like, where are we going? Mexico? The 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 name of the cruise is the Royal Caribbean, so I, I'm assuming. If I don't see this, is what we I can't do. remember, man. It's a family cruise. Get sex traffic. All right. <laughs> it's at one o'clock. Okay, we good. One to one thirty. Yeah, we good. Because the post office is not far from my crib. I'll be back. Okay, cool, cool. I mean, the way the post office is set up, I was at that thing for a couple hours on that passport thing because it was uh, 
it was they put the slots like so close together and it was a family in front of me like mom dad and kids like they all had to get stuff done do you already have your picture no you gonna get that there yeah all right i got mine at like walgreens it was quick it saved some time just putting it out there um may have to go earlier we'll see why are we on this podcast still uh <laughs> yeah this time i should be eating wait didn't you eat before we came on you know shut up <laughs> That's why you in the post when we do the two. On two. <laughs> According to the ladies, I got the cheeks for it. So, shit. You know what? On that note, <laughs> we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Cheeks for weeks. Like an atlas, it does life beautifully. Finding the music you love shouldn't be hard. That's why Pandora makes it easy to explore all your favorites and discover new artists and genres you'll love. Enjoy a personalized listening experience simply by selecting any song or album, and we'll make a station crafted just for you. Best of all, you can listen for free. Download Pandora on the Apple App Store or Google Play and start hearing the soundtrack to your life. Hey, Brad, you know how Nationwide is more than an insurance company? Yeah, they're one of America's largest financial services companies. We get that in a song like Business Life Retirement. Or Nationwide's there to protect. I'm kind of the jingle guy. Not sure I agree with that. I'm not sure I like your hat. Well, it would never fit on you. Products issued by Nationwide Life Insurance Company or Nationwide Life and Annuity Insurance Company. The general distributor for variable products is Nationwide Investment Services Corporation, member FINRA, Columbus, Ohio. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.